Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Oh boy, what a crazy Monday already. They're always crazy. I guess I just don't even need to start with that. How about it? I've had Frankie the Beagle all weekend long. It's been so fun, but it's been reminding me of how dirty dogs are. We've had two in our lives and then the kids came and moved in with us when their mom died and then they had two dogs and then they moved out, and so we have been dogless. It's almost like the empty nester syndrome with kids and dogs. And so every now and then we just want little Frankie the Beagle because he's fun, and it just reminds me of how much work they are. And I don't know, maybe it'll change when we get up and, or get down, I should say, to Tennessee and have, you know, some land. And it's tough with a Beagle, too, because this one we have to have on a lead, otherwise it will smell something and will be gone. And there's no, there's no picking that thing up. I mean, he's, we'd be chasing him forever. Okay. But so this morning I was on relevant radio doing my soul, mind and body summer series. Again, talking about how we need God to be in our life. We talked about how we need God in our heart in order to evangelize because we have to look at the celebration of doubting Thomas. Oh, that poor guy. (laughs) Can you imagine having a nickname of doubting Thomas when you're a saint? But everyone knows what it is. I even heard doubting Thomas before I even knew who it was. No idea it was a saint back in the day. But for us, it's a reminder of how much we need to speak up about everything, what's going on in the world, the evil that is in the world. And in order to speak up, we need the Holy Spirit within us. The Catechism and the Bible say that we cannot evangelize if the Holy Spirit isn't in us. So you're going to say, well, hey, I got the Holy Spirit in me. I was baptized. I was confirmed. But have you blocked the Holy Spirit from you? Are you in mortal sin? Or are you doing vicious things? Maybe not mortal sin, but pretty bad venially. One of those is forgiveness. You may not be feeling confident in your walk. Or you may not know the Bible. Enough to where you can talk about certain topics that are evil. For example, my video on, what was it? 
my video on the transgender movement. That could have been, I don't know, I could have been doing that feeling full of fear, feeling worried about other people's judgment, feeling badly about maybe offending some of these people who truly believe that they suffer from this transphobia or whatever they're called, gender dysphoria or whatever it's called. So I did my best to pray beforehand, to pray to God to give me a heart of love to say the reason that I'm doing this is because I love you. And because I love Jesus, and Jesus told me I have to do this. <laughs> I share all of the Bible verses, probably like five of them, that smack you right in the face that basically says, if you don't speak up against sin, and against sin in front of other people to teach them, then we're sinning. And I don't want to sin like that. I got enough on my plate just to make my life be a witness, you know? I don't need to also be just sheepishly sitting behind and being a Christian in my house. The world needs God's love. And I don't know if you sense it, but I sense that people are speaking up and courage is contagious. Courage begets courage. All it takes is one time. And I'm telling you, <laughs> I remember when I went out and I spoke against something or I did something in a public way and I put it out there and I was like, oh boy, oh, coffee maker. Mm. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, that would be the, we have a coffee machine that grinds the beans each time. So that was the bean grinder with no beans because they were already ground. I digress. Yes, I am drinking coffee. I've been up since 5.30, praying and hanging out with Frankie and preparing for my segment on Relevant Radio. So I'm a little wired, if you can't tell. Okay, back to evangelizing, back to praying, and back to the fact that we must speak up. So you got to look at your life and say, where are my gaps? And seriously, Sometimes my gap was my body. It seems weird, but I would feel so insecure when I would be up speaking. Not because of what people were thinking of me. I didn't have that. I felt weighed down. I felt sluggish. I felt Heavy. I, I, there's no other way to say it. I was heavy. I literally lost 24 pounds-ish up and down. You know, I'm up and down two, three pounds. This, these last 22 days since I found that the fact that I could actually record things off of, <laughs> off of my scale that I've had for like 10 years. Um, I'm in a good, I've, I've, okay, body-wise, I feel fantastic. And it matters with my evangelizing because I can breathe better, because I can move better. I feel better. I am working out. I'm lighter physically. I'm lighter spiritually. So where's the gap for you? 
Is it the Bible? And it does not mean that you have to pick up the Bible and memorize it beginning to end. You could take, I would start with the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Just know the fundamental things because in the end, all that we really need to know as Catholics is the Gospel and what Jesus tells us. However, we also believe that the Old Testament is true as well. So we need to know what (laughs) what happens in the Old Testament too, which for me is harder. But there is so much information out there, which is why I say in the age of information, ignorance is a choice. You could get out there and watch YouTube videos and learn about the Bible. I would go Catholic as much as you can when you do searches. And then go learn. And you do not have to know specifically chapter and verse. But I would memorize a few gems, right? So, for example, I think I got one here. Hang on. All right, these are some for us, but I have the strength for everything through him who empowers me. You know, that's like Jesus saying, hey, or us saying that it's all Jesus. And we need to know that we have the strength to do anything. And that also means talking to someone about their sin. It's not easy. It's never easy. Okay, hang on. Let me get to it. I thought I had it in here. You'd think I did my segment like however many years ago. Nope. Darn it. I just had it. Ah, sorry guys. Okay. Nope, that's not either. Shoot. All right, bottom line is there's a bunch of Bible verses out there that says, if you do not call out sin of another person, then that's your sin. And if you do not call out sin of another person, telling them that they are going to die from it, you just say nothing. You don't call out anything. Then the blood of that person is on your hands. But if you do say something about their sin and they choose to ignore you and do it anyway, That person will still die, but you will be clean. You will live. That's, I mean, this is our salvation, y'all. This is not like something to be taken lightly. It's not just that, oh, I don't want to see Jesus and have him look at me and say, why didn't you say anything? You know, you were just afraid of the labels. It's more than that. It's our soul. So let's go out on the interweb out there and start pulling out some Bible verses. Then go in to the USCCB site and start looking at the context of that quote. And you can learn a little bit more. So that's the cool thing about the USCCB.org online Bible, because there are links and footnotes and things that tie to other Bible verses and chapters Also, tying to the Old Testament, so it shows how Jesus fulfills 
the prophecy of the Old Testament that's called typology. So all of this stuff is very easy to learn and you don't have to take so much of it on. You do not need to memorize the Bible. You just need to know some key things specifically in your life. So I don't have anyone in my life right now that is confused with their gender, but I know people who do. So I felt compelled to put my video together to help them share the truth of the evil of the psychiatrist who kind of lied about this whole thing, kind of, not kind of, did, completely lied about this whole thing and presented it as fact. And it was one person and always, and lied about. And then that guy did horrific things with this, the, the two boys, one being a girl, just bad. So I went out and I found all of the Bible verses in the New and the Old Testament, not all, only a few, because there's a lot. And I shared that in my video. And all I had to do, if I was talking to someone about that, all I'd have to say is like, hey, you know what? Look, A, I love you. <laughs> I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you so much that I'm, I'm going to have this horrific freaking conversation with you because... I'm supposed to. I can't not do it. It's my salvation. It's my soul. And you know how I feel. I have to say this because God tells me to. He says, if I don't speak about this sin, then I'm sinning. And if I don't speak about it to you, then your blood is on my hands. And I am not going to do that. And number three, I want you in heaven from, with me. So I'm going to say this and then I'm not going to say it. <laughs> you know, like I just need you to sit here and listen to me for a little bit and then I'm just going to let it be. I'm going to let you and God take this. And then you share, you know, God says it's an abomination that a woman should not lay down or a man should not lay down with another man like he does a woman. God even says that a man shouldn't wear long hair even. That that's an abomination that women can because it's covering, but men shouldn't. He gets into things like that. And then there's obviously more. There's Leviticus, there's Romans. There's quite a few verses that we don't have to whip out the chapter and verse, but we do have to say this is what God said and this is what Jesus said. There are a lot of people out there who say, you don't have to listen to the Old Testament, which is where Sodom and Gomorrah is, right? Which is where all of the harsh truths are. In Genesis, they made, God made them male and female to leave their parents and become one flesh. It could not be more clear. Now, when you have the debate of, well, you know, that's not, that was then 2000 years ago, things have changed. No, they haven't. That's why the Catholic church hasn't changed. We've had some leaders who haven't been the best to explain the teaching of the Catholic Church to the rest of the world. People are confused about that. Don't even get me started, but I pray I don't judge because vengeance is not mine. God is going to take care of those people who are misleading the flocks. I have no doubt, no doubt.
So all these people who get ticked off at the Pope and who get all angry and stuff, I think it's good that we stand up for truth and stand up for the teachings, but I don't lose any sleep over it. I know they will pay. And again, I'll pray and I'll do what I can do. I mean, like I said, I don't know what to do. Signing a petition, is that doing anything? I, I don't know as a layperson. So, hey, if you got anything, share it. I'm happy to jump in and help. All right. No more doubting Thomases. <laughs> we have to scream our Lord and our God to everyone. And honestly, I don't know how you're doing with your own witness. So let me know. Get out on today. I'm going to be doing a Monday morning motivation for everyone. Let me know how you're feeling, what you're battling, the next video that you want out there. I'm thinking of doing a meditation, meaning a change meditation. So a petition meditation to God where we kind of go through this, Lord, I want to give you this anger, this resentment, this anxiety, this fear, this worry. And I want to replace it with love and peace and joy where we will get into a calming state where we're going to kind of look at our subconscious mind and calm ourselves down where we are more receptive to God's voice. So this will be one that you would be probably closing your eyes and, you know, feeling the feelings, going through a true heartfelt conversation with God. There will be a lot of peace time for you to speak with God, for you to connect with those subconscious emotions and feelings and how they impact your body. And then we give it to God and we say, Lord, we don't want these anymore. We deliver those spirits as well. And then we say, God, this is the person who I want to be. This is the one heart that I want to have today in everything that I do, in my work, in my thoughts, in my words, in my actions, in my home life, in my relationships. And then that can be what you can play every single day and change up what you're working on. Okay, maybe this time you're working on temperance or self-control and maybe the next time you're working on judgment or anger or fear. I don't want to be this person anymore. I don't want, you know, help me to reprogram my soul, mind, and body, because it's God that really does it. We have to be aware where we can stop, capture that thought, capture that emotion, get rid of it, kick it out. I think that's the one I want to do, but I don't know if that's the one you guys want. So I need to hear from you. And that is going to be in the soul, mind, and body group. And I hope you hop over there and join us. Okay. That being said, I'm going to let you go. Wow, this is already 18, almost 19 minutes. 
Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we are doubting Thomases. We don't have confidence in our ability to evangelize, to speak about you, to change things in our lives that have been holding us down for decades. We know that our strength lies in you, so we humbly give it all. We give it all to you, and we ask for you to give us the strength to wake us up at the moment. We are about ready to fall so that we can lean on you, your strength, your power. Because with you, we can do anything. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, just remember, it gets easier. All of it. If you're trying to pray, it gets easier. If you're trying to change your food, it gets easier. If you're trying to work out, it gets easier. If you are trying to be more loving, more patient, more kind, more generous, more pious, pious, it gets easier. Remember, three Ps, it's a process. We don't have a clue how long it's going to take. God's got this. We have to be patient, but we have to be persistent. And let's pray with confidence. James, I know I have that up. I'm going to hang on. I'm walking around the house here. That's what I do. I, I pace on this. Okay, I have James right up, and I'm going to read it because I think we all need it. <sighs> Consider it all joy, my brothers, when you encounter various trials. For you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance be perfect so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and he will be given it. But he should ask in faith, not doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, that is driven and tossed about by the wind. No doubting Thomas's people. No doubts. If anyone lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and he will be given it. Ask for the dots to be connected. Ask for the soul, the mind, the body to work together harmoniously with God leading all of that. That's seriously for me, the wisdom that I felt God gave me, the connecting dots, the oh my goodness, and the approach, the change in change, <laughs> the bringing God into it and letting God be the one that drives all of the change versus me trying to willpower myself into change, not rooting my change in my love of God, in my ability to evangelize. So again, not just about me feeling heavy and weighed down. It was, I'm achy. I'm in pain. I don't feel good. And I'm weighed down. I'm extra heavy and I can't really move. I don't really have that much energy. Walking a flight of stairs. Ah, crazy. Now, six months later, like night and day. And we're only talking six months. 
stay tuned for my Monday motivation video. Okay, everyone, on that note, I love you all. So does God. You've got this. Remember, your job is to drop seeds. Uh, They can be 10 pounds. (laughs) They could be 25 pounds, or they can just be little grains of sand size seeds. And you might want to start with those. Just saying something like, you know what? God loves you. It's going to be okay. Or I know you're scared, but just ask God to give you some peace. Even those little evangelizing moments are things we should do. We don't always have to be getting into someone's life and calling them out on their sin, you know? Uh, Okay. My goodness, 23 minutes. This girl can talk. (laughs) Have a blessed and inspired day.